Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat, a show where I interview business executives, talent development professionals, and thought leaders to find out what has been successful and challenging in the world of talent development. My objective is to share ideas, valuable lessons, tools, advice, and trends. My hope is that all of this will ultimately help you, the listener, expand your knowledge, grow your career, and accelerate your success as a talent development professional. Everybody, welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am so excited you are here with me today for an interview with my new friend, Hortense Lagentille. And Hortense, we have been working on pronouncing her name. It's French, obviously. She is an executive leadership coach and the president and founder of J Consulting. She works with decision makers in the business world, including many C-suite executives from Fortune 500 companies, supporting them in their development and leadership by working with them on the alignment between their personal values and their professional activities. Hortense is part of the MG100 Coaches Marshall Goldsmith's Pay It Forward project and is a certified Marshall Goldsmith stakeholder-centered coach. She's been selected to receive a Thinker's 50 Coaching Award for Excellence in her field. She's the author of several articles and her new book is called Aligned, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You're Meant to Be. Hortense, welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. How did I do with your name and with that intro there? You did perfectly. Okay. Perfectly. Will you pronounce it for us so that I, we can hear it correctly? Okay. It's Hortense Le Gentil. Le Gentil. And you recently moved from France to New York, right? Absolutely. I just arrived, you know, in the, in the country. So right. I'm very new in How September. How are you liking it so far? I love it. I love to be here. I love to work here. I love the energy. I love the country. So I'm very happy to be here. Fantastic. Well, I gave a little bit of information there on, you know, you, some of you do some executive coaching. You're in Marshall Goldsmith's MG100, which is a highly regarded group of coaches. And I've had a few others on the podcast, like Liz Weissman and Michael Bungay-Stanier and a couple others since then. Uh, but why don't you fill in a little bit more of you know your background and what you do today. Okay, my background. I think in you know my first alignment. I uh, I learned that when I was um, back when I was very young and uh, I used to ride horses. I compete. I was an equestrian rider. I did some competition, a lot of competition, and I learned there then that you have to be aligned with your horse uh, in order to do anything you want to do especially when you want to jump. 
later, and I was competing uh, with the French junior team. Later, I discovered USA. So America uh, was for me something very important. I have always had the feeling that, uh, you know, I had to come here because, you know, it's the dream, dream of America. So everything is possible. And, you know, back from, you know, our background in, in Europe is very different. It's good too, but you have good things here to discover. So I came here to study. And I spent years later in corporate industry as a, in advertising agency and, and working for media and magazines. And I think around 40, I thought, you know, that I was very, very far away from my dream when I was 20. So what I wanted is have my own company and raise this company. So what I did at that moment, I changed everything in my life. And I had this company in uh, Don't Laugh. It was uh, in recycling industry. So it was in uh, steel recycling. So it was a very little market. And we did everything from scratch from in this company. And we did a lot of R&G. And it was a great adventure. So I think I learned so much here that, uh, you know, it was unbelievable. So, uh, so it took... 10 years of my life. And later, I thought that, you know, all I learned during my journey, I had to give back and to help people with that. So just because people, uh, people around me ask me a lot of questions. I try to help people. And uh, when I, you know, I saw that, you know, it was working, I said, okay, I should maybe do something to, uh, to help more people and give all I learn, give back all I learn. If you work in talent development, you know that your job has become more important than ever. The problem is there's so much uncertainty and noise out in the business world, and things are changing so fast, it's hard to know where to go and what tools and resources to use to solve your problems. That's why I recently launched the Talent Development Think Tank community as a central and safe place to access information, ask questions, and talk with other L&D professionals like you so that you can achieve your goals and accelerate your career. Join today to get instant access to our online platform and community of ambitious, helpful talent development professionals who understand your world and can help you solve your problems. Right now, I'm offering 25% off the subscription price to podcast listeners. Just go to talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT for 25% off. That's talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT. Thanks, and on to the episode. So since then, it's been about giving back and helping other leaders be aligned because you mentioned something really important there that happens probably to a lot of people in their lives and their careers, but most people may not take action like you did, which is that you realized around the age of 40 that you were not living a life in alignment with your dreams or what you really wanted to be doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, around 40, it was obvious for me because I was, well, I was okay working in the corporate, but I was a lot of frustrated. And so this is what I recommend. And, you know, working with people and with my coaches, we start from there, in fact, because I think that your dream, what was your dream when you were young was already part of yourself. So you really have to go back to your dream. 
Yeah. So, and that's, you know, I was reading through your book aligned the new book, which is, which is great by the way. And that's really what it's all about, right. Is aligning with your purpose, where you want to be and living your whole life in alignment, connecting your true self with the leader that you're meant to be. So did this book come from all that experience from that background and, and why did you decide to write it now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It comes from all my experiences because I was, I'm, I'm somebody, I'm very curious. So all along my journey, I was looking for answers because we all evaluate and each time I was looking for answers. So I found a lot of answers in the book, videos, meeting people, being coached myself, the philosophy and everything. So it's really a mix of everything I learned in my life. So I took, you know, I took the best what worked for me. And I give back, you know, is this book, I try to give my, some of my tools uh, that I use as a, as a coach with my coachee because it works so well. So I thought that anyway, everybody, okay, you know, my coaches are CEOs and C-suites and boards, but everybody's leader of his life. So everybody's a leader. You are the leader of your environment or your family or your friends or whatever, where you are and whatever, what you are doing. Anyway, you, you can choose and be the leader of your life. So, so that's why, you know, I wrote this book and it was part of my new alignment too, I think. So oh, one year and a half ago, Marshall, we were talking with Marshall and, you know, I learned a lot with, you know, this, this amazing group and people and everything, meeting all these people, these people. And here in the U.S., everybody writes a book, right? So it's not the case in Europe, uh, especially when you are a coach, because in right. fact, when you are a coach, you don't, you don't say you are a coach because everything is very secret. So, mm. so it was, uh, you know, and Marshall told me that, you know, you have to write a book because it's very important what you're doing is great and nobody knows except your coaches. So it doesn't work like that. You have to give back. And I said, okay, okay, okay. But you know, uh, at first I said, but Marsha, what I'm going to, uh, to say, I, you know, I, I don't have anything to say. And because, you know, writing a book, did you write a book already? I do not have a book yet. It, okay. will be, it, it will happen at some point, but not yet. I'm sure. I'm sure. I always see it's a real journey. So yes. it's, it's really funny. And so that's why, I, you know, and I said, okay, I'm going to write that book and try to explain to everyone and take, you know, the best tools and try to explain clearly something that I'm doing with all my coaches and it, that works. So yeah. this is the book and this is why I wrote, uh, I wrote this book. I love it. And I'm glad you did. I mean, it's such a great way to, you know, build your legacy and be able to help more people at scale. And it's really amazing. Sometimes you think about it. I'm a, a voracious reader. I'm always reading books, especially personal development and, and ways to get better. And, you know, someone like you can take a lifetime of learning and, you know, tools that people pay thousands of dollars for. And for, you know, $15, I can you read and do some of the exercises and you have those exercises at the end of each chapter. And I was writing in and one of the things that was interesting to me was you, you talk about this idea of how people, you know, everybody has sort of a childhood dream and then they kind of forget about that. And you talk about connecting back to that. And we can't always go back and try to attempt that childhood dream, right? For instance, when I was young, my dream was to be a professional baseball player. Okay. And you know, now I'm nearly 40 years old and I, you know, I like to think of myself as a pretty good athlete. I still go to the gym regularly, but I'm probably not going to play professional baseball. In fact, there's almost zero 
zero chance of that happening. So why is it important to still connect back to that childhood dream? Because in fact, it's not exactly what, for example, why do you remember why, why you wanted to, to be a professional player? Ah, that's a good question. I love the game, right? Okay. And so I okay. wanted to be able to do that. You know, it seemed like the dream to do something that you love full time. Sure. I, I probably love the competition, the team work mm-hmm. aspect of it. it. Can be competitive, like to win things, like to do athletic things. I'm not sure what else. I mean, maybe it's it's being on the stage, and you know, if I connect it to what the things I like now, and getting the admiration of people, you know, watching uh, whether they're in the stands or on TV. And now you I'm got it. That. Yeah, you got it. You get it. Yeah. So it's is there is and you know sometimes it's not you know real really a dream, right? It's the meaning of the dream, hmm. and you just say you just say that is that maybe being on stage and maybe this is some, something something right. So today you are on stage in a way, of course you have one thousand, you know you you can do it once on way difference, but it's really about you know being on stage. Right. And your own, you talked about it in the book, your own dream of being an equestrian, right? You grew up riding horses and you're obviously not, I don't think, riding horses anymore. How does that connect? What did that do for you in terms of connecting to your childhood dream? This is good. Good question. I had a lot of dreams. I am a big dreamer. This is Mm. my problem, I think. So, and at that point, when I was a competitor, yes, I really wanted to be uh, at the high, high level. And why at the high, high level? Because I wanted to do my best and be already, you know, the best. And so I was a big, I'm still, I think, a big walker. So I walk a lot mm. and I try to find, you know, the best way to do things. So back there, what I love with horses uh, was we were two. I was not alone. It's, it, you know, it's a sport that you, you're doing with somebody, uh, somebody with a human being and the human being is, is this horse. And so... I think that doing things together and try to go to the highest level was one of my dreams. So that's what I'm doing today. I realized in fact that today that, you know, what I learned from there, I was already beginning of, of you know, of my life and uh, what you, you can achieve, achieve in your life. So this, I think this is, this, this, it was the reason why, in fact, the connection between, you know, the element, the whole story and my story today. I think it's really that and what I learned from that and what else. I wanted to be a doctor for a a vet, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was, when I was at that time of my life, because of course I wanted to take care of the horse. So, and in a way today I take care of people. So it's like, take care, take care. It's, you know, it's always, it's always the same story, you know, and even when I wanted to have my own company, why is because I wanted to do it my way. Mm. The real reason reason was that was I had plenty of ideas different from others, and I really wanted to try. You know, maybe I, I, okay, it was good or bad ideas. Maybe I would fail or whatever. But I think I am I am somebody with a lot of energy, and so this energy I think it's you know the link between me when I was uh, small and and now. Too. Yeah, makes sense. Another thing you mentioned there that's related to that, that I also, also thought was intriguing, was this idea of thinking about your heroes or people that you really admire, look up to, 
and also the people that you you sort of hold in disdain or that you really don't like them for some reason, right? Or, you know, it could be celebrities or people in your industry and pulling out of them the characteristics that you really want to embody or don't want to embody in yourself. Can you tell me a little bit more about that exercise? Because I found that really interesting for myself. Yeah, it's a very, it's a mirror. We said uh, the mirror effect. So for example, if something, somebody, you know, is irritating you always. So if you ask you the question, why? Why? You're going to see that it's because this person is touching something in yourself that you have to take care of because it's it's you. It's a part of you that you don't like or that you know you don't know what to do with that, with this part. So it's like you you put a mirror in front of you and you say, oh my gosh, I see that. Oh my gosh, I see that here. I have something on my face. I don't like that too much. So you you don't like to have this mirror. And people, and when you connect very well with people, you will see that this is, you know, the other way. So the other way is is because okay, you are aligned. You are something. You know, you you find the good wave to um, to connect. And so it's a part of yourself, the other part, but it's a part of yourself yeah, that you developed and that you like. And you are yeah, and usually uh, you, you are very, um, you know how to connect with that. So you can learn from you looking at people. Right. So looking at people and seeing, analyzing, really being mindful of your own reactions to, oh, I really like, I really admire this person. What is it about those people you probably want to embody some of their characteristics versus someone that really bothers you. It mm-hmm. may remind you of something that you do or don't want to do mm-hmm. or you, know, you want to stop doing because you don't want to be like that person. Yeah, exactly. And talking about the role model. So if, for example, if you take your role model, for my part, uh, one of my role models was my grandmother. And you put, you know, in front of, you know, why? Okay, why, you know, she is a role model for me. You understand, you know, that, my grandmother was somebody very courageous and my grandmother had a great story because of course in France during the war, when we were at war, the German came in my house and my grandmother was alone with three of her kids and with my father. My father was around seven, was very, very small and my grandmother was very courageous uh, because she she had at home, she wanted to help Jewish person. So she had at home uh, somebody who came, I don't know if it's every day, or I don't know exactly the details, but who came at home to teach my father. And this person was a Jewish uh, man. And it was just, you know, and imagine, you know, the German was in the house. So, and when I heard that story when I was small, I thought, oh my God how courageous she was and how great, you know, mm-hmm. uh, she could she could do that. And moreover, when uh, later, maybe I was seven, I remember that this person, uh, this man came to visit my grandmother. And my grandmother was very, very old, of course. And my grandmother said, okay, uh, leave leave the room, open the door and leave the room because I want to be alone with, with that person. And, and the, the emotion that at moment uh, appear uh, between my grandmother and this man that I didn't know, I think that I was, I was seven, but at that moment I had, you know, 
something in my head stay and said, you have to help people and to do, you know, as much as you can to help that people. The emotion was so intense, so great, so high that you realize how important is each life and, you know, and whatever the risk you're taking, helping people is the purpose of life. And I'm sure I, I can say that now, but at that moment, I just felt I couldn't explain anything. So when I worked, you know, on myself and I work and I did this exercise, so, you know, about the role model and thank you here because it's A's, one of the, you know, MG100. Um, we were working on that and later I realized this story because I forgot, in fact, this story. And working on that, I understood that. And if you do the same and you're working on your role model, you can understand much better your purpose, who you are and who you want to be and why you are admired as that person, you know, the real reason. And the real reason are your drivers. I don't know if I'm very clear on it. Yeah. And what I was thinking of as you're saying that is, you know, this was, it seems like an important moment in your life, a pivotal moment in your life. Mm-hmm. And you also talk in the book about the importance of analyzing some of those pivotal moments, those big decisions that you've had to make in your life. And what can you learn from those? How does that influence, you know, what you decide to do now? Oh, I always thought that, you know, when you have something in your life, bad or good, sometimes you don't know why. Okay. And sometimes, especially when things are going not the good way, when, you know, it's raining time or windy time, you always ask you the question and say, why, 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 why? And I think there is always a reason and you will know why one day. And I think this is, the, you know, this is a link of your life. So I think at that moment, I didn't, not with conscience, but I decided, you know, that I would do something in my life to help people. I think, I think so. Yeah. Which is a pivotal moment for you. You, you decide you really wanted to help animals before and now you really want to help people and decide yeah. to get into to yeah. coaching to be able to give back with a lot of lessons yeah. Yeah. you learned. So we've been talking about looking back, but this is really important about looking forward, right? And you also talk about the importance of mapping out your life. And you talk about how, you know, when you're at that pivotal point, you decide you want to make some changes and really align, you know, and connect to yourself to be that leader you're meant to be. How do you go about mapping out the life that you want to live going forward? Going forward? I think that it's really clear for me right now because, you know, if I made my, my life today, I think I always wanted to come back to US. Here I am. So it's okay. So thank you. I think, you know, it's the right moment for me. The book is just, you know, um, just launched. So this is the right moment, is the right support and the right message for me, I think, to be here in US. So I'm going to try to, re- not try, I'm, I realign everything, you know, in my life to give back here in uh, North America to help people here. Yeah, absolutely. And for others that are looking to determine where they're going with their career, what are some tools you can give them? How do you help people map out where they want to go? Oh, okay. Um, I think you go back to your setback. You setback. So your success and setback. But especially you setback. And 
talking about that, you think about it and say, what did you learn? What did I learn? And what I changed at that moment, this at that turning point. So when you fell, when back to the horses, you know, my coach, we say in uh, when you are a rider, you will be a good rider when you will fall 100 times. So it's exactly the same in life. In fact, we learn from our setbacks. We learn from our difficulties. So how to do that? You go back from there. If you want, you know, if you, you're looking for where to go in your life, first, again, come back to your dream, your early dream, and ask yourself why. You know, why? Why I want you to be a, a player or whatever. And see where you are today, go back to your setbacks and see, you know, how you feel thinking of that. What did you learn from that? What did you do differently? What kind of direction did you take? And right now, okay, first you have to clarify all that and your values and where you want to go. And after, you know, align yourself with all that, with all your values. And I'm not very clear here. Uh, I should maybe take an example. For example, let, uh, let's, again, let's take uh, the example of one of my coaches. He, he didn't know exactly what he wanted to do next. It was Brian Sias, CEO. But working with his life, on his life and on his purpose, we understood that what he wanted was help others and he needed to be uh, more in interaction, more talking, connected with people than he, were, than he was in his position because his position, was, it was a little politics thing. Well. And anyway, and so how we did that, we, we came back from when he was young, the first dreams, what the values, uh, what are his values, why he wanted to do that, what he did, he did do and what, what he liked before. And I remember that, you know, this person was traveling a lot and he loved, you know, the international uh, things. He, wo- he, he loved to travel. He loved to connect with people in foreign countries. And in his job, he didn't move that much. So we were working on that and we were working. He had offers. We were working on different offers and we tried to, uh, and, and he found, you know, the exactly uh, position for him because it was exactly what he wanted. You know, it matched with the values, his values. It matched with the fact that it was international because we understood that at that point. He matched, um, everything was matching. And so he changed his position and he followed a new way, a new step, uh, a new direction. And he was, uh, and he's very happy and very successful today. He was successful, but he was not, he didn't have the joy and energy and the Mm. power of connection that he has today. Which is what we want. I mean, you know, everybody gets to define success their own way, but it's not just about having the best title or the most money. I mean, you really, at the end of the day, it's about being happy with your life, being content, being fulfilled. And a lot of people are in, you know, highly respected positions or making great money, but they're not necessarily happy or fulfilled with their life. And so this is about living more in alignment. 
This episode of the Talent Development Hot Seat is sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is the first place to call when you need leaders to lead, sellers to sell, and your business to flourish. We specialize in connecting companies with exceptional learning solutions to help them turn strategy into action and get their people doing the best work of their lives. We're also providing tons of great content on a weekly basis. In fact, we recently launched a great webinar series that has been going on weekly with content such as creating a culture of multipliers, gender equity, Liz Weissman's webinar on helping rid the world of bad bosses. We have a new webinar from Brent Snow on decision-making. We have a webinar on multipliers and how to use multipliers during troubled times, calming the storm. We have a webinar from our partner, Julie Winkle Giulioni on developing in place how to continue your growth during remote working. And a webinar from Paul Middleton on the secret sauce for learning in the flow of work plus many more, just head to our website at advantageperformance.com. Click on free resources and you'll find the link to webinars and all of our other insights and resources there. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. One of the things that you touched on there was the gift of failure, which is a chapter you have in the book. And I always ask my guests about their biggest successes, their biggest failures, because I think we can learn so much from that, you know, on our own journey. So I'm curious to hear yours. What's been uh, your biggest failure in your career and what did you learn from it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that my biggest one was when I was an entrepreneur and uh, we found, you know, a way uh, to uh, recycle this, uh, this still waste. And we felt uh, to have the authorization from the, the French administration. So I was a little, it was difficult, very, very difficult because when you work hard and you find new ways, you don't understand, you know, administration, what administration, you know what? Okay. So it was difficult, but I learned a lot from that because I had to stop. I had to think differently. So I said, okay, what should I do today? And what we, what, I, what we decided at that point is to do things differently instead of asking, you know, and, and try to have a, an, uh, some authorization. We try to work with our client in their place. So technical things, but differently. But what I learned from that is sometimes you take a direction, it's not the good one. Mm. So what's happened, you cannot go forward. You have to stop. It's like, you know, you put your head and you you hit your head on the wall. So if you have this feeling and when you have this feeling, don't be upset. Well, at first you can be upset because it's difficult, (laughs) but really, you know, the best thing to do is have, take a a step back and think, think differently. And that's what I did. And it was successful this way because it was less risky and whatever it was. There were a lot of good, good things happen after that. But I think this is my biggest one. And what's your, uh, what are you most proud of in your career so far? <laughs> My book, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I think my clients. I yeah. cannot give names because of course I cannot, but my clients, I'm very, very proud of my clients. Yeah. You can be well, very proud of your book too. This is this, this <laughs> life's work in here. This is very significant and it's, it's great to get it out there. And I'm sure that it was a lot of work that you put into making it happen, right? And mm, probably yeah. plenty of mistakes and successes along the way on a micro level as well. What do you think is important that we haven't touched on for people to understand about this book and about, you know, connecting with your true self? Oh, maybe 
I think that, you know, connecting your true self, maybe I hope everybody understands what I'm talking, what I'm thinking when I say that. It's really, you know, connecting what you want, who you are first, what you want, and what you're doing, what you envision to do. It's really, you know, this kind of connection. And why it's important is like, because what you said before, it gives you a lot of joy, energy. Everything is simple when you align because it's like all, you know, the doors open. So you open all the good doors for you. So, and sometimes, you know, again, even if it's not the good doors, but you know why, you know? So I think it's an important thing to understand and why you should be aligned to be, you know, to have more energy, more joy, uh, being more inspired, to inspire more people. And we didn't talk too much about, you know, as a leader, what kind of leader you should be when you align, because I have this concept, this book is alignment. I call that alignment of alignments. Why? Because I think that today a leader is a facilitator. So a leader has responsibility. It's not anymore about fixing things, about giving a strategy or things like that, or doing things that, you know, we already did before because the world is changing so much and people change. And now, nowadays with, you know, X generation, Z generation and everything, they ask for purpose. So for alignment, so to be empowered, to be, you know, to know why they are here, uh, the, you know, the importance of the, of their job. So I think that the, the role now, uh, the new role of a leader is really that to try to make, you know, all the people you are working with aligned with themselves first and with the company values. And so I think, you know, the role of the leader is very changing today. And this is what I say in the book and what, and I'm working a lot on that with my clients is really to define what kind of leader you want to be and how you make, you know, connecting people with yourself, with your value, with the value of the company and everything. This is something very, very important for me. Sure. Most of my listeners are working in learning and development, talent development of some way, or they're interested in developing their leaders. So there's a lot of leaders in the company that they want to help develop and maybe help them become more aligned. Uh, what's one more piece of advice you would give them on how to work with their leaders to help them become you know, more aligned and connected and better leaders? Uh, what else? Really work on the values and really work on... Uh, oh, I have a good question. I like this question because I asked my leader, what do you want people saying about you when you are going to leave? And I think it's good to have the answer because you, to find your alignment, it's good to have this direction. And remember, you know, when I'm going to die, what I want, you know, my, my friends or my colleagues or the person I was working with telling about me. This is, I think this is a good question for, to ask your leaders. Mm, so be asking more questions with your leader and, and ask them about their legacy and how do they want to be remembered? What do you want other people saying about them? Exactly. That's great. All right. The book is Aligned, Connecting Your True Self with the Leader You're Meant to Be. For anybody listening who wants to get a copy or get in touch with you, or Hortense, what's the best way for them to do that? 
or a copy is on Amazon or every website. I have a website. My name is hortenselegenti.com. It's H-O-R-T-E-N-S-E-L-E-G-E-N-T-I-L. And so you can, yeah, you can connect with me there or I have my LinkedIn where I try to write, you know, articles and share ideas from the book or from my work. Yeah, that's great. And we'll put links to your website and the book in the show notes. So anybody who wants to go check those out, go ahead and click below. Make sure you connect with Ordon on uh, LinkedIn. And if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, make <laughs> sure we connect. You follow me. I'm posting daily. I've seen some of your posts. You've tagged me in some of your great yeah. posts recently. And it's been cool to see all the stuff you're doing. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to come on uh, the podcast today and share some of the lessons from your book. I've enjoyed going through some of the exercises and having you on. So thanks again for coming on the Talent Development Hot Seat. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much. was very happy to, to talk with you. All right. Take care. Thank you. Take care. If you're looking for a place to connect with colleagues and peers from your industry and find out what other people in talent development are working on, you need to check out the brand new Talent Development Think Tank membership community. Inside, we have members from companies all over the world who are working on all different things in talent development and sharing what's been working, what's been not working, and answering each other's questions so we can all get our jobs done more effectively and be more successful in our careers. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. Just head on over to tdtt.us slash community, and you can use code HOTSEAT for 25% off your subscription. That's tdtt.us slash community and use code HOTSEAT for a limited time for 25% off your subscription. If you have any questions, reach out to me and let me know and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you got value out of this show, please subscribe, leave a review and share with your colleagues and friends. We want to spread the word and add as much value to the talent development community as possible. And we need your help. As always, you can find more information and connect with me at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Take care.